0: What's up, it's your pal Wenchikas and this is The Bar Is Low. Every episode, take a look at a fanfiction or a collection of fanfictions, and these can be either good, bad, or in between, but mostly, they're bad. Dixar is just such a great series, you know? Like, mm, human sex, so <laughs> boring. On this series, I've got to do some research on the sexual and mating practices of non humans, or I can get my mind fucked by people writing porn of stuff that doesn't even exist, like anthropomorphic cars, for instance, or things that exist but don't have sex, like robots and toys. Today, our focus is more concrete, and I can assess the accuracy of this erotica here, because. Have you ever read about lions fucking before? How about hyenas? Well this shit's about to get wild, it's the Lion King's turn on Dixar. So first off, I would like to talk about anatomy and how these animals fuck. Lions are a fucking horny bunch. Male lions have penile spines, which rake the inside of the vagina. And yeah, it hurts, and the female will scream because of this and try to bite the male. But it's necessary to stimulate ovulation. Felines don't automatically ovulate. It needs to be manually induced. And female lions go into estrus or heat, and they'll meet with the pride leader, But other males may get a chance to get some fuck after he gets tired. And lions fuck a lot during estrus like once every like 15-25 minutes for whole ass days like as long as the female is in heat but sex is pretty short for them though less under a minute so for every cub that survives to a year old there were approximately three thousand copulations that is all fucking shit ton damn if a new pride leader comes along he might kill the lion cubs fathered by the previous leader which is so upsetting. Lions have been known to have gay sex and lesbian sex, and they've also been observed masturbating. <laughs> uh, here's a fun fact I didn't actually know. Cubs from the same litter can have different fathers. This is also true of house cats, and I goddamn love kittens, but spay and neuter your pets, y'all. Hyenas, there's only one hyena porno today, but I wanted to include this because, man, their anatomy is, it's really different. And one author very helpfully included a link to some articles about hyena genitals this show always has me saying sentences. I never thought I would have a reason to say, but here we are. So hyenas, the African spotted hyena to be specific, they have the largest clitorises in the animal kingdom, seven inches, seven inch clitoris. They're so big that they can, in fact, be referred to as pseudo penises, and hyena dicks are basically about the same size, but they're differently shaped, which is how you can tell them apart. Female hyenas also have to give birth through their clitorises, which is like having to give birth through a dick. Cubs are something are like, two pounds at birth, but the clit can tear from this, and the females are really dominant. The lowest female in a group is still superior to the highest male, and they'll control the mating process because they're physically larger and stronger and more aggressive. Alright, now that we've covered that, let's get to the, what the bar is is all about, and that's badly written weird porn. Gonna start off easy on you with some narrations, nothing super graphic at first, and then we're gonna get to the gross shit. And then we're gonna end on a fic a lot like that one from the end of the Toy Story Dixar episode, but it actually does what it says it will do. Wow. Let's just begin. This first individual, their works are all pretty short and pretty weird. They have four works, and I was originally gonna read all of them, but I feel like only the last two merit full narrations, so we're gonna do those. Warning, this bitch loves them some epithets, which I find super annoying in any work of writing. This first one is formatted nasty cause they were all like, fuck those paragraph breaks, I'm just not gonna put a space in between any of my paragraphs. So here we go. Serabi so and Serafina walked around the lush green grass of the Pride Lands. It's been years since both of their mates had gone to the stars. To say they were lonely would be the understate of the century. They were lonely. <laughs> I don't know why they felt the need to say they were lonely after that when they just said that it was the understatement of the century. The two lionesses stopped and looked and listened to make sure no one was around. Then with utmost passion, they nestled which led to other things. Sarafina had opened her muzzle to allow Sarabi access. The kiss shared between them did not end until they needed air. I love you, Sarabi said, I love you too, came Sarafina's reply. A lick from the cream lioness ran up the beige one's muzzle as she smiled. Are you sure? No one's around, said Sarafina, who flattened her ears. You were too much, my love, laughed Sarabi. The females began to kiss again as the orange-eyed queen began to lay down She then slowed into low growl passed between her green-eyed friend's maw. Damn it, Robbie. Don't ah Seraphina whined as Robbie sank her sandpaper tongue deep inside her sex. Moans and purrs escaped the cream lioness's throat that only became louder until she reached her peak with a roar. <sighs> I don't think lions can purr, actually. Cougars are actually the biggest cats who can purr, and they're not as big as lions, so... Can you be any louder, Fina? Sarabi said as she looked into her lover's glazed over her eyes. Hmm, sorry, you're amazing, Sarafina panted. Grabbing her darker queen, she started to lick her neck ever so slowly, then moved down to her chest and finally to her dripping slit, where she lapped at a steady pace. The process was spread up despite the scorns of pleasure from the lioness beneath her. Ah, that was all that came from Sarabi as she shook with the pleasure at her climax. My kings, that was truly amazing, Sarabi said as she came to her senses. Serafina, however, was staring at something or someone in complete shock. I see you two had fun. I thought someone was hurt, but I guess I was wrong, the familiar voice of Nala said. All the color disappeared from the two Linus' faces. How long have you been there? Is anyone with you? croaked sarafina just me simba said smiling as he appeared from nowhere i can explain started Scrubby, but the large red mane male held up his paw to silence her no need i know how happy you make each other you deserve it after all you've been there he said well his wife agreed with that the king and queen took their leave come on we have to get back sarafina said gently pulling her now mates tail Scrubby just chuckled and followed though no one could replace their mates they were as close as possible to happiness when they were together so so simba no let's just let's just talk about that they just walked in on their moms fucking each other and they're just like yeah man it's all chill whatever makes y'all happy that's mature of them but like still their moms are just fucking each other and they're just like okay nothing wrong with us seeing that when Serafina called her Robbie, that just threw me for a second because I read that as Rabbi and I was like, the lions are Jewish, obviously. Let's get to the next selection from this person, the last one. It's called Thank You. And it's a bit of an unusual pairing, seeing as it's interspecies, because fuck you, that's why. Shimon! Yes, Timon was resting in his grass bed in his Oasis home when he heard heavy breathing. Who's there? He wondered aloud. It's Sarabi, Simba's mother, a beige lioness said walking up to the meerkat. What can I do for ya? Timon asked politely as the lioness walked so close to him that it made him a bit uneasy. I wanted to thank you for raising my son, she said, nuzzling into his small chest. Ah, don't mention it. Simba's a great kid, I'll tell ya. I want to thank you in another way too, Sarabi purred seductively while hitting the small animal gently with her tail. Listen, Your Highness. I appreciate the offer, but I'm with someone, said Timon. Just call me, Sarabi. Who are you with, if you don't mind me asking? The male blushed a deep red as he shifted nervously. Pumbaa, he finally said. So you are a homosexual, she inquired. Yeah. No need to be ashamed. There's nothing wrong with that. I would still like to thank you, if you don't mind." Timon decided to accept the lioness's offer. "'If you really want to thank me, go right ahead,' he stated. Without another word, Sir Robbie began to lick the meerkat's chest slowly and passionately. "'Ah, that feels nice. The female took that is assigned to continue south until she came upon the small creature's erect maleness. She then sucked with big—' <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she then sucked with vigor, but dare not to do so too hard. All Timon could do was grunt and groan until he came into the Queen's Maw. Hope you enjoyed yourself, said Sarabi. I did, thank you. Timon hummed softly, obviously satisfied. Well, I'm gonna go find Simba and head home. I'll see you later. Have a safe trip, was the last thing the meerkat uttered before he drifted to sleep, awaiting his love's return. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Oh man, how about those interspecies relationships? Those fucking size differences, that's fucking that's, y'all are just, y'all are unbelievable. (laughs) Let's remember, not only the size difference between him and Simba's mom, but also between him and Pumbaa. Like, how how does their relationship work? I'm confused on that too, I should've probably found some porn on that, but I I didn't, I neglected that. (laughs) So he's gay, let's a woman pleasure him anyways. Fellas, is it straight to let a woman blow ya? and then just erect maleness and sucked with vigor. Okay, first of all, just say cock. And fucking vigorous, it's just my favorite word. And her tongue is probably bigger than his dick, so I don't understand how that works, but okay. She probably could've bit his dick off. We got this sentence from it, so I'm fine with that. I am fine with that. All right, let's get to the next person. This one's where we get to that gross shit. We're just gonna start off right away with some dude named Stuart, which is like the least sexy name ever in my opinion and this is absolutely this author's self answer because that is literally his name he's absolutely a furry Stuart has a big dick y'all and lionesses who worship it and they have a longer fic called falling for a lioness too but uh y'all know how i feel about putting short fics and long fics on the same episode together short fics just totally get overshadowed so I'm, i'm not gonna cover that And this is just really poorly written, but looking at this guy's profile, it says that he has dyslexia and dyspraxia, so I have to cut him a little slack about the spelling errors and whatnot. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to hound him on his word choice, because you will see. You will see. Character introductions are for pussies, so all we get is that Stuart is a human who various lionesses like to fuck. And I guess we're just going to assume that everyone's aware of this author's multitude of OCs and self-inserts. I really can do this full justice by just describing it. It's longer, but I'm going to read some excerpts from it because, my god, it's just gross. This person just does not have a concept of which words are sexy and which aren't. All right, let's have a look at this. It was now night as Stuart rested on the soft grass, moaning deeply as he felt Nala's claws softly scratch him, as he rode him like a horse on his large cock. Gunn Nala, you're so good, Stuart said, moaning at pure pleasure. Mmm, that hit, Stuart, fuck your queen, Nala said, sneering in lust. Nala smirked, mewing as she saw a dark shadow walking over to Stuart as she rode him. Then before turning around, the creature's rump was sitting on to Stuart's face, humping him. Ah uh, yes, just just the rump is sitting on him. That's how it works. Mmm <laughs> Stuart said in a muffled surprise, as he smelt a strong aroma touching his nose. Ah, uh, yes, aromas touch your nose. Hello, bro. There no need be a good boy for just one lioness. Sister is going to teach you to be a good boy for all us lioness. Zira said, snaring with lust as she dug her claws into Stuart. Not painful, but to show dominance to her stepbrother. Okay, so I think it's really weird how they're just like, Oh, we're all siblings. Never explained. I I, I might have missed something in this person's fucking profile, but, uh... A little unsettling, because, uh, you know how I feel about incest porn. Just, no. Not a fan. Not a fan. All right, here's another selection from this. Oh, love that more like it. Bang me hard, bang your mate. Nola let out a roar as her pre-juice kept leaking from her pussy, coating Stuart's cock and balls, telling him that she was close. Stuart began to push his tongue deep down into Zero's pussy, making her gasp as her claws sprang out, digging into the grass. Pleasure from his tongue was working into her hot and swollen walls sent pleasure right through her. She could feel her climax getting closer. Stewart I'm gun come! Nala moaned in her orgasm as she unleashed Juices Oh over Stewart's cook, which Caused a chain reaction from Stuart as his cock-blast warm human S-word deep in Nala womb, making her gasp in pleasure as she panted deeply as she was feeling the love juice leak from her pussy as Stuart kept pumping into her. Meanwhile, Zira was enjoying her brother's tongue inside her pussy- What the- brother? No. That when she let out a gasp of pleasure, when Stuart buried his fingers into her pussy and his tongue lapped the swollen entrance to her pussy, Zira scrowled out it pleasure as she climaxed into Stuart's fingers. Stuart moaned deeply as he replaced his fingers with his tongue to catch the waterfall of juice fell from her pussy. It was slurped into his mouth as his cock was released from Nala's cum-filled pussy so he could see Zira sitting on his face. Zira wanted him to get a full facial of cream bath from her juices. Um, sorry, what? Let's read another fun excerpt from Fun Times. That when Stuart could taste his own cum inside his mouth. Nala's wet, dirty pussy mixed his cum pressed against his face, making Stuart hatch his cum on his chin. Oh, Stuart, bang me harder. Make your sis feel better. Please fuck me. Zira roared happily, demanding he be more brutally to her. Stuart replayed to her request as his hand went to her nipples, pulling and pinching them as his other hand dig into her hips while his cock start to constantly hit her womb entrance with a harder rhythm. Zira pant even more as drool dripped from her mouth. Her claws dug in to the crass, Stewart's tongue teased the inner walls of Nala's pussy. Hearing Nala purred deeply, he grinned, stroking Nala's soft fur. Nala moaned deeply, feeling his tongue teasing up and down in her pussy. Not mo- many lines can do this. She was imperishless. Stewart grinned while he picked up his speed in her pussy, licking across the walls inside her, sending chill through Nala's body. Oh my god, this is so good! Nala moaned deeply, her tongue coming out her mouth and claws digging into the ground. His one hand now joined his other hand on Zira's hip letting him violently hammer into her trying to get into her womb. Ugh. She suddenly took into the air as she gasped, I'm gonna come, Zira of horror, before climaxing against him as everything exploded inside her. Her juices fled her pussy, coating his cock as he kept pumping inside her. Stuart let out a muffle as he felt her walls dying to milk him of his seeds? Seeds plural? Okay. That's a new one. That's, that's, uh, I haven't heard that before. Okay. It didn't take long before he moaned as his cock climaxed as well. Just his cock climaxes. Nothing else does. You know, not the rest of him. Filling her womb with his hot, ugh, oh, I hate this. With his hot, sticky (laughs) seeds? making Zira panted and her being filled up. Stewart's tongue was getting excited, feeling Nala's pussy twitch, knowing she was going to climax. I'm gonna come, Nala panted deeply. Stewart looked up as Nala roared deeply as she climaxed like a fountain as her juices flew out. <laughs> Stewart tried to drink all he could, but some landed over his face on the ground. That is all I'm gonna read from this. I mean they like all oh, make out or something and then they eventually fall asleep and then the next morning they give them a blowjob and then they're like, Hey um, other lionesses wanna fuck you so that just sets up for a sequel, I guess, huh? So I don't even really know what to say, uh, other than that this was really the grossest word choice I've seen in a while. So will throw throwing a little S word, a little S word in the womb, or some dumb euphemism for penis, but oh my god, this guy was just all over the place with his disgusting comparisons, euphemisms, definitely not euphemisms, it's just generally unsexy language, and it was poorly written aside from the word choice, too, which definitely didn't help, and I love, I love the review there's just some people being insane like oh wow this was great make more i'm fucking horny and then there's just this one person who literally just said no just the review was just no same i'm that person i i I resonate with with them so this next fic a different author decided to write a continuation of the last fic and just the title alone oh my god this title automatically became one of my favorite fanfic titles because it's called double milf lionesses oh! the rain quality increases drastically but oh this shit's still wild believe me so we begin with stewart musing about how happy he is to be naked all the time cause he just like lives out in the wild now with lions <sighs> He loved the feeling of warm river on his balls. Very specific body part, he loves the warmth on his balls but not on his ass? Absolutely not. So you know, guys got jack off sometime and loves how his own bones sound on the wind, but sometimes he's also got a fuck. So here come Sarabi and Serafina out for dick and of course he obliges and they grind it all night. Deep. So if he just takes turns fucking their pussies but then he's like, hmm this isn't enough, time for something different. It's time for anal sex. So let's talk about word choice because I'm not going to go through this in detail. The author unfortunately did decide to keep some things pretty similar and moisture. Just this person uses the word moist and moisture a lot. And then they call uh, a vagina a mayorhood. That's the new one, I haven't seen that before. They use great kings of the past as an exclamation, like instead of, oh my God, fuck me harder. It's great kings of the past, fuck me harder. It's a bit wordy if you ask me. And right as they're about to come, it says that they're on a bed. First off, I thought they were just in the middle of the Pride Lands, I was under the impression that they just fucked in the grass or something, seeing as that was what the intro was all about, and also the last fig was just in some grass too. But, like, that must be a really big bed to fit, a uh, human two lionesses and all their rough sex shenanigans what I thought about that was just still a lot of bodily fluids and it's real squig for me. They continued the nasty word choice from the first part but it wasn't as bad. Writing vastly improved. Not sure if that's a good or bad thing because it meant that there was a lot more detail. And there is another fic uh, this author also wrote where he has a threesome with Chiari and Batani but it's really just more of the same so I'm not gonna be covering it. So this next fic is written in Spanish and my knowledge of Spanish is pretty damn spotty but the pairing was too bad for me not to cover it so I decided to run it through Google Translate, and we're gonna miss some more of the subtle things that I like to mock, like word choice, but the translation, I believe, gets across the gist of it. This is a Mufasa is alive AU, not that that particularly matters, because Simba is a king now anyway. And throughout this fic, let's keep this in mind, Simba, yeah, he's a king, so he's an heir. Thus, he has a pregnant lion wife, so Simba, very naughty of you to cheat on her with this individual of all people, or of all lions, I guess. So Simba's just having a bad time. He's been having nightmares and shit, he just can't sleep, so he just goes outside to be alone in angst. And I lied, we are gonna make fun of word choice. Entidades, quadrupedas. Instead of saying lines too many times, they just said quadruped entities. For real, you could have just said felines or just straight up entities would be better. <laughs> but who is it that follows Simba outside? It's your boy Scar, also unable to sleep. And it's real cold out, you know? So Simba's like, I see. Come hither, beneath me yes warm now and yes kids this is a pairing and it's been a well while since i saw this movie for the life of me i don't understand why someone would share this they have no reason to like each other and we get a little flashback about their bonding which still doesn't explain why they like each other only that they do and have for a while simba apparently presented part of his first kill to scar and not Nala, which is a big deal because it symbolizes trust and commitment or some shit and then they just kept hitting on each other after that because it felt natural i guess and Mufasa was like super fucking pissed about this because he wanted simply to give the thing to Nala. And here's a quote. Mufasa gritata gritado hasta ponerse azul. So, I guess uh, that roughly translates to Mufasa screamed until he turned blue. you think lions can do that, first of all? Can lions scream? And then can they do it until they turn blue? Because I understand that's a figure of speech, but that makes more sense when it's applied to human than a lion. So Simba also explains that he just needs an air from Noah, and it was all arranged. Yeah, I know this is kind of an AU, but we're just gonna ignore the whole can you feel a lot tonight thing, aren't we? And Simba's like, I'd rather choose you if I could scar a baby. And background, this is only simba's second time having sex because he only fucking all at once to get that air and we know because of the intro that's not how lions do it they fuck a lot so scar then says that simba has a flatulence problem and can stand to lose some weight pertaining to a flashback that they're talking about and while scar is laughing simba's like mm, what a spicy boy i can't resist any longer so kids now you know that the best way to seduce someone is by telling them they're fat and they fart a lot. They start rubbing up against each other and they just succumb to the lust and fucking dialogue, man. Scar just tells him that he used to hate him so much and Simba's like, I'll be your lion bride, Scar. You know what? I'm gonna call you by your real name because we're intimate and shit now. You'll be mine and mine alone and I'll belong to you as well. You're my true love. Okay? Alright then. And then Simba fucks Scar in the ass. And they're really happy about that. Not only cause they're having a erotic good time, but because they know it would piss Mufasa the fuck off. So yeah, they're in love. I guess not sure why this exists. Just not sure why one would ship it, both because of the incest and because these characters f- fucking hate each other. So uh, congrats to me for covering my first foreign language porno, and it was Lion King erotic about freaking scars in the cinema. Fuck my life. All right. This is our second-to-last selection of the day, and I consider today's most unique fic. And it's a space AU, which I mean that's that's different already. So here's some background. Apparently, the hyena race has been subjugated and used more or less as slaves. But on one specific spaceship, they have a mutiny, and it's surprisingly successful. So Shenzi, that uh, one female hyena out of that triad of Scar's lackeys, is now in charge of shit, and that other hyena dude, is just, Banzai, is just being a little shit and he's slacking off and it's her damn shit now. She's not gonna stand for that. So she knees him in the balls and then dislocates his jaw while he drunkenly makes loot comments at her. Nice. This is how we should deal with sexual assault, fucking dislocating jaws and kneeing balls. Good shit. So this bitch goes to the captain's quarters because it's hers now. She's ready to kick the shit out of someone, but Ed, the third hyena, is the only one who's there, so she's like, okay, you didn't do anything wrong, so I'm not gonna beat you up. Let's just have some wild sex, okay? It's the next best thing. So this shit starts off with, as far as what I can tell, is a 69 with lots of violence and inviting. Like, hey, this was tagged as genital torture after all. What did I expect? So as y'all might recall, the hyena clique gets penetrated during sex and that's precisely how it goes down after they're done with the oral and man would people use spunk to talk about cum i don't know it's just weird like only a good way to say cum is cum and i don't know i feel like there wasn't much to this but props to the author for f- putting this in space for some reason and then doing their research on hyena genitals i fuck with that this wasn't really my thing but it was real different so i gotta give them credit for that so let's get to today's final selection. Three things you gotta know about this. Human AU. I don't like to do these a lot because we like to talk about weird porn. However, I do like to put in a higher quality fic in every episode where we do collections, which means that this is something with more depth to it than just pure porn. And secondly, gender bent scar. Why? I don't know. But I quickly got over that question and asked myself instead why not? And thirdly, incest. You're never safe. From incest porn. So, in spite of the incest porn nature of literature, we do explore Scar's motivations, background, goals, uh, his, his psychology in essence, or rather hers here. So, this has some depth going on, and I have to give it credit for that. And they do a pretty good exploration of the character, even though they've got the whole human AU gender bent thing going on. But it does kind of help us put it into a context we're more familiar with, as opposed to them being lions. We begin with an AN, giving the disclaimer that Seltzer's not a perv, and the last line in that intro is, I am so. So going to hell for writing this, nice. So the actual fix starts with Scar getting an invitation to some important event of Mufasa's. We get going with that sibling rivalry shit right off the bat, and everyone likes Mufasa more, everyone praises his achievements, well, hers just get kinda shoved aside. So Scar's a lady in this, but I just feel like when he mentions that she's not a lady, but she's fucking fancy. She has a fashion sense, lots of jewelry, and lavish taste, and she's a little cat. I need to go up. Uh, this is the worst line in this trick. Scar rolled her intense green eyes that had the same hues of the mysterious green jungles of Africa. <laughs> too damn much tone down the description or else she's gonna sound like some 12 year old's mary sue o.c there are some stupid sentences stupid sentence fragments mixed in here but on whole this is written pretty well so their family runs a business which is a major point of contention between the siblings their father wants Mufasa to inherit it but Scar is much more in tune with the corporate world by which i mean merciless and getting at what she wants uh she's a picture of a fucking greedy ceo and just sees employees as an expandable means to an end and Mufasa actually has some decent ass views because he values his employees as people over assets and everyone's important we're all connected and we have to be happy and functional as we can for the greater good of the company too not just ourselves it's the circle of life bitch so he's still got issues though he works hard to control his image because there is shit on him his guard's just waiting for the right time to sing out and y'all know we're gonna find out what some of that dirt is he's really got power over her in almost every way she works under him he controls her paycheck which is a little fucky to me even though she does have this mysterious side project going on that gets revealed at the end and he's not connected to that side project too it's like just something for her to have autonomy and here's this quote i think it just about summarizes how he's characterized mufasa was every inch a gentleman as he was an animal alpha male domineering but this narrative's now going to begin when Mufasa comes over to Scar's apartment to be a controlling douchebag and ask why she missed the event that she got invited to at the beginning of the fic. They got to talk about that family honor and shit, you know? And talk about how she fucked up any good grace she had when she did that thing that earned her that scar. So, you know, they have their talk, but it's time for incest because that's how it'll be. So, I don't know, man, he just, like, starts touching her, and she hates it, but she's into it, and she hates that she's into it, and they've done this before, because they've got a bit of a routine going, and it really is psychological. She can make him think that he's controlling her, but, you know, when you're sucking someone's dick, you actually have a lot of control over them, and she just likes seeing him just lose his shit, like, unravel in sexual ecstasy, because she has a power now. He's at her mercy, or lack thereof. But then he's like, well, fuck you, Scar, I see what you're trying to do there. There. It's time for me to take the power back. So he flips her over and starts exploring her body. And meanwhile, she's just lying there, trying to astral project out of the situation. <laughs> she tries distracting herself in various ways, pretending it's someone else, imagining that his tongue is a knife or some shit. So she's like, oh, this isn't fun. This hurts. And she flashes back to her childhood, which is pretty antsy, because they actually had a good and mutually beneficial relationship. And no, oh, not anymore. And pretending to strangle his ass, of course. But in the midst of this fuckery, this, this literal fuckery, as in. He's fucking her, she's enjoying it and hating it at the same time. She's like, oh shit, I got an idea. And we finally learn what her side project is. It's a charity for disadvantaged kids, but she doesn't really give a shit about them because she just wants to have a place where she can have fire without Mufasa just looking over her shoulder the whole time. And three of these kids that she's formed a little bond with are her hyena henchmen, and she's got some plans for them. She's gonna be like, hey, hey guys, fucking kill Mufasa, because I can't afford to get caught." There's already shit all over my name, and y'all are violent, so I can just blame y'all. It's gonna be easy for me. So. This fic was really everything that the Toy Story 1 about Sid raping his sister claimed to be, but wasn't, because this wasn't actually about the porn, they really did delve into her psychology, Ufasa's psychology, and the interplay between them, and you could argue also that she's a psychopath, like the uh, fucking Toy Story fic claimed that Sid was. Uh, Setting it in a corporate environment made it easier to understand the dynamic between them, and I think the situation just transferred really well. I like this better than if it was human AU, but they like, Kept the royalty thing going like the premise here made it more relevant and easier to relate back to stuff happening in our lives and it was also uh, interesting to see a dark side to mufasa like that so yeah uh, overall i thought this was well done it was good exploration of these characters <laughs> even if the intense green eyes like the mysterious jungles of africa thing was off-putting so today we covered We Found Love Again and Thank You by Slash Lion93. Whoever Said Three Was a Crowd by Sind Dragon posted under Pyrus three sixty five Double MILF Lionesses by Pyrus three sixty five that's P Y R U S three six five de Este Amor by Asmodius nineteen eighty seven Untitled from the Lions in Space series by Jomar J O M A R R and Sordid Ambition. By Vicky Voltaire. Barzlow is on Instagram. You can find us at Barzlow with an underscore in between each word. Follow us so you know what's coming up next. If you want to leave a review or a rating on iTunes, that'd be real cool. I'm not going to tell you to give me five stars because just give me how many damn stars you think I deserve. As always, I'm the Appel Wenchicus kiss. This is Barslow. Thank you for joining me, and that's all for today.